Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boys, John Lee. And Jack Coughlin. And welcome to another episode of Courtside Eclipse Nation podcast. Last episode, we gave you guys a little play-in preview of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and today we're going to do the same, except for the New Orleans Pelicans. We are recording this on Thursday the 14th at 4.30, just before the, uh, just a day before the game tomorrow, and we should have an injury update um, if we finish, if we keep going as it gets announced, but... Anyway, Jack, will you be at the game tomorrow? You already know I'm coming out to the game tomorrow. I'm constantly checking SeatGeek for tickets. I'm going to be loud. Oh, you haven't bought your tickets yet? Nah, nah, not yet. Still still plotting it. Are you, are you like, waiting for the price to go up? I'm trying to figure out who to go with, where to sit, you know, see everyone's price range and stuff. Take Tony. Shout out Tony. <laughs> I don't know. He might be too tired. It's a 7 p.m. game. Oh. It's a late fact. night for him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's cheap ones I see online. So if you need one, I'll send you over a link. But yeah, I'll be Appreciate there. It. Some of our other we, friends are going to be there. So it's going to be a can't time. all be media credentialed, sadly. No, sadly not. But that's just how it is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I would talk about uh, the Minnesota game, but it's just too sad. Uh, Jack, is there anything you want to get in from that? that game before we preview the Spurs or sorry, the Spurs, the Pelicans game. Ah, it just sucked to lose that way. You know, having that, that solid 10 point lead late and then cat fouling out and then kind of blowing it sucks to lose that way. But, uh, you know, we knew it wasn't going to be an easy game. And the only time we've ever done a play in preview podcast, we then lost the play in game. So we're doing it again. We're hoping for a different result. Oh God, you had to do that. Um, yeah, that was that was brutal. They executed that game plan to get uh to take Cat out the game, like literally, and it happened. But God, it was it was disappointing. They did play well, I, at least for what you would have thought in uh, bursts of the game. PG kind of uh went off in the second half after struggling in the first. But you know what? That game's in the past. On to New Orleans, a team that they've beaten once. Uh, actually pretty recently, a week and a half ago. So they, they're a little more familiar with them, but they didn't have Norm at that time. So it's going to be a little different. Um, the Pelicans, I don't think will be very easy to beat. They have some uh, talented players on their team and they board and they have, um, they have good energy guys. In the regular season, they were fourth in offensive rebounding, third in defensive rebounding, and then third in rebounding overall. Um, in their win against the Spurs, CJ had 32, seven assists, six rebounds. Uh, Ingram had 27, five and five. Valanchunas had 22 and 14. Uh, and Al- Alvarado had 12 points off the bench, including three threes. Uh, Jack, what is your biggest concern? 
in this game? I would say yet again, it might be rebounding because we, we talked about it in our preview pod with the Timberwolves and the Timberwolves were able to get a lot of rebounds and a lot of clutch rebounds too towards late in the game when it felt like we couldn't stop them. The times we did, it felt like they were getting the rebounds and Pat Bev, you know, he was doing Pat Bev things and snagging those boards and getting the crowd really hyped. So I would say that's one definitely up there. I think just defense too, just locking up CJ and that uh, last game we played against them, he was pretty much the only one going off and Ingram was struggling. So, you know, I'm hoping that we can lock or try to, to guard both of them well enough so that they both, they both don't go off and have a masterclass in scoring. Ingram struggled while CJ did pretty well. So I'm thinking it might be something like that in the game. I don't know if both of them will be able to just go crazy and get whatever they want, kind of like D'Lo and Ant-Man did because we were so focused on, on locking up Cat. So, yeah, I would say that that uh, that rebounding is definitely a, a main concern and, and then locking in on defense and, and trying to hold CJ and Ingram. What about you? Yeah, uh, it's definitely the rebounding for me. Um, Valanciunas averages, I want to say, 11 rebounds a game, and three three of those are offensive. So that's going to be something. We already know what he's done against the Clippers um, in terms of his three-point shooting, even though he didn't have any last game. I don't know if uh, Willie Green had told him to tone it down or not, but that's going to be an issue. They start big with Jackson Hayes, and he's energetic, so I'm going to – I'm curious to see if they have zoo on him again. I wouldn't be as worried, but I'd be worried about who they have on Valanciunas, but we'll get into the matchups later, but yeah, the rebounding, keeping the energy up, um, especially during offensive droughts. I think they'll have a better time keeping energy just because they'll be at home and hopefully they'll have a, a good crowd behind them, but it's, it's going to be tough. Those droughts really come back to haunt them. And then sometimes they forget what got them the lead. And then they kind of just stagnate a little bit, but yeah. yeah rebound. That kind of happened in the Minnesota game. We yeah. A couple of those scoring droughts. Yeah. It, it was tough. And that's something it's not like a one-off it's happened all season and they totally. just, they just don't have, uh, they just haven't been able to break out of those funks, but I agree with you on CJ going off, especially after we saw what he did yesterday in that first half, he's really, he can really do it all. He's got um, he's got the three. He's got the mid range. He's got a handle. He's always on balance. Uh, so I'm he's never like worried about what kind of shot he can get up because he can always get a quality one, even if it's off the dribble or contested. So I'm curious who they'll put on him. We'll, again, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that um, and maybe maybe see how Ingram does. I don't know. I don't know how he, he will do. He didn't do that well against them in the game a couple of weeks ago, but it's it's a whole new day. That Pelicans team had a ton of energy uh, against the Spurs the other day. I don't know if it's because they were at home. I don't know if they were just juiced because they got an opportunity to go to the postseason or both, but uh, the Clippers have to come out ready and they can't just sleepwalk through this or even during a little bit of it. It's going to be a... Uh, it's going to be a tall task and it's going to take the entire team. So, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Clipper sense of urgency, especially coming off that loss, because, you know, like we saw in the playoffs last year, we had to go down 0-2 to get that sense of urgency. But I think they're going to kind of treat this like they just went down 0-2. And this is game three, which they they won each time in those three playoff series last year. So I think they're going to treat it with a lot of sense of urgency and know that it's a game seven 
and really lock in from the jump the whole entire game and and really focus in. So I'm feeling confident in that. And also that, you know, we have a little bit of a rest advantage than the compared to the Pelicans. That's a good um, point. And I, I just, yeah, I, I feel I feel confident in them, though. You know, those concerns definitely will play a factor. But I, I feel like Ty Lue is going to do a great job, especially because he had so much success in the last game the Clippers played against the Pelicans. I feel like now we can – he kind of sees – what the, the Pelicans team is and, and he'll know how to attack them and, and end up with the win. Yeah. One thing about that, that Pelicans game is um, two, there's two players that stand out to me on the Clippers side. Uh, one, Luke Kennard was playing and then two, Norman Powell didn't play. So it's something different. Interesting. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be different going into, and there, those are no um, like, those aren't uh, players. You don't, you just like shake off. Like, Norm is the second best player on the team. And then uh, Luke Kennard's the best shooter in the league and he spaces the floor. So it'll be interesting to see um, how they play with that. I don't know if they're going to have any chemistry issues with Norm. I didn't think they really had it last game, except for that one slip up on defense where he didn't switch. And then Ant got a dunk, a free dunk in the lane, but um, I, I'm curious to see how Norm steps up after this. Uh, do you think he'll start game. this game, or do you think he'll stay no. off, off the bench? Norm, no, I think he's staying off the bench. I think the only one who would uh, who'd be bent. I don't think he's going to change the starting lineup, to be honest. And if he does, I think it's maybe. Uh, I don't even want to say Mook, just because I think he wrote him the whole year. I don't know if he he's be like, okay now. Now you're coming off the bench. He hasn't done it like all year. Yeah. And then, and it's hard to do that uh, to a scorer and shake his confidence like that. And he's gonna he's gonna need him. So I don't know. Would you change the starting lineup? I think he'll probably keep the same starting lineup because I mean it, it it still looked good against the Minnesota in, in the Minnesota game and against the Pelicans last time. The Clippers started off pretty well against the Pelicans last time, and Mook started off really well too. And he was even pretty solid uh, against the Timberwolves offensively. Obviously, you know, the defense was a little shaky at times. Ant-Man had some blow-bys on him that, that costed us. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think the Pelicans have the kind of offensive weapons the Timberwolves did, being, you know, D'Lo, Ant-Man, and, and Cat having to look after all those. They mainly just have CJ and Ingram, and those are their two main offensive weapons. So I, I feel a lot better about um, Book this game, and I, I think he'll hopefully have a game like he did against the, the Pelicans last time. He had – Last time he had uh, 22 points, shooting 8 of 13. Like, he played a really good game. So, I think the Clippers will be able to to definitely play him and, and just keep that same starting lineup. Yeah. I, I That game, I remember Ty Lue getting him involved early, and I think he's just made mm-hmm. a, he's made an effort to do that more so. Um, but also, in regards to Mook, I think he just needs to, he just needs to find a, a solid matchup on defense, and he'll be okay. Um but on this, uh, we'll get into the matchups later. But uh, once he does that, uh, I think his shot and he gets a shot going, he's fine. I just don't know if that last matchup against Edwards was the best situation for him because they kind of set Agreed. him up. They set him up pretty bad. bad. Um, and he even played small ball five at the end too. So I don't, I don't know. It, it was kind of weird. But um, would you change anything in regards to the rotation? maybe not the starting lineup, but maybe the guys off the bench, like um, who closes or um, certain minutes or whatnot. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what Hartenstein's minutes will look like because in the Minnesota game, he played in the first half a bit and he didn't look great. So Tyloo didn't even play him in the second half. So you can tell Tyloo will have a tight leash kind of like that again for guys like Hartenstein. Um, but he did well against the Pelicans last game. He had 12 points, nine rebounds, two assists and a steal. So I think this might be a better game for Hartenstein. He could uh, look good in the second unit. So I'm interested to see that. And I'm hoping Luke Kennard can play because he had 14 points against the Pelicans last time, just spotting up for threes. And he's wide open every single time. PG setting him up, Reggie setting him up, other guys setting him up. So I'm hoping Luke Kennard can play, but it will be nice to have Norm Powell this game because I completely forgot he didn't even play in the Pelicans game last time. And, I mean, they struggled to guard PG. They struggled to guard Mook last time we played the Pels. So, I mean, guarding Norm Powell, especially with your bench unit, that's that's going to be a difficult task for them, I think. Yeah, I, I think in the rotation, I think we may see more zoo minutes this game. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe a little more hard. I only because I think the rebounding is going to be that big of an issue, just because you got to worry about Valanchunas, Hayes, Herb Jones, and then even Larry Nance off the bench. Like, if you look at last game, they had five guys who had eight or more rebounds. Um, and then they had Herb Jones and Valanchunas each had three offensive rebounds, and then Jackson Hayes had seven offensive rebounds last game, and his energy is going to need to be matched. So and they're a big team. Um, Ingram, Jones, Hayes, and Valanciunas is pretty, pretty sizable. It's almost like uh, the Clippers, except they're a little bigger on the four or five. But I do th- think that we might see a little more zoo to mitigate Jonas Jonas's effect down there. And then Zoo had sixteen and fourteen rebounds the last time they played. So I don't know if he's gonna have that same game. I think he he'll be uh, more engaged against those bigs, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I thought well, Zoo was definitely very good against the Pelicans last time, especially mm-hmm. challenging at the rim. Like I remember there's a lot of times Jackson Hayes, he'd catch it in the dunker spot and try to go up on Zoo, and Zoo stayed verti- vertical really well, and Hayes just was missing all these layups at the rim because of Zoo. So yeah. I thought his defense, yeah, he had 16 points, 14 rebounds. He was rebounding well. Um yeah, I think Zoo will do good uh, against the Pels and and locking up that paint, especially on Jackson Hayes. Yeah. What um, what's your assessment on Rocco not even playing twenty minutes last game? Yeah, I thought he should have played more. He, he was doing really well. Why do you think he didn't get uh, as many minutes? I don't. I don't understand. I, unless he's, I don't know if he's hurt or Tyloo just doesn't um doesn't think he has like the amount of reps with the guys that have been there or not, but 19 minutes seems really low. And especially when he went small at the end, there was no Batum or Rocco in that lineup when they went uh, Morris at the five. I don't know if maybe he just thought they needed more offense, but I think him and uh, Norm have to play more. I don't know if Norm still has a minutes restriction or if he's just gassed, but I think that those Portland guys need to play a lot more because I think they they affect that game. Even if Norm's not scoring, even just running the action for him to get him going to his right still puts uh, pressure on the defense. He can collapse and kick or do something with it or get to the free throw line. I thought he he could have gone to the free throw like three or f- uh, four more times last game, but I don't think they called it because the refs were kind of weird. Um, but okay, <laughs> called the refs weird. They are weird, man. That that was that was a masterclass by them. They. Literally didn't oh, want was, us to it, sleep. <laughs> it was absolutely a ref's masterclass. 
Yeah, but um, moving on to like a different side of the rotation, man and Kennard. So uh, today in um, their media availability, Terrence Mann said that Luke Kennard is locked in on getting back. So even if he – so let's pretend he does. What are you doing with Kennard uh, and Mann's minutes? Are you playing both of them? Are you going four off the bench? And those guys and no big and heart or what what are you doing if those two guys are healthy? Yeah, I mean they both play well together. We know they have that chemistry together, especially because man can drive well and then find Luke Kennard spotting up. Um, we'll see what Ty Lu does. I'm pretty sure the last game we played against the Pels, they played together off the bench, and the second unit I remember did well. And now we have Norm Powell added to that too. So We'll see. I, I think it could depend as well on maybe when Ty Lue's looking at that first unit, he's thinking, okay, do we need an offensive spark? Do we need a defensive spark to determine that? So I think it could definitely depend, but I think, oh, sorry, something just fell, but I think it'll, I'm really excited for, for Norm Powell off the bench too. Cause I don't think the Pelicans have anyone off the bench to really guard him, you know, like Larry Nance, Devontae Graham, Trey Murphy, Marshall Alvarado, you know, they're, they're all solid players, but, Norman Powell is a, a scoring machine off the bench, so I'm excited for that. I think the second unit will do well with uh, whichever Tyloo decides, whether it's T-Man and Kennard playing together or or not or whatever whatever he decides. What, what do you think they'll go with? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they're feeling shaky about Kennard playing on a bad hammy, but I feel like if he is available and can play – I think they have no choice but to play with that second unit just because of the spacing he provides and opening up that offense. And then he's going to help mitigate uh, the droughts. And then he's someone else you can run in action for uh, and get the defense moving. And even if it's not just uh, to make the play for him, you can open up for other people. But I don't know. It's going to be tough because I thought a man was great yesterday uh, in the fourth quarter to start. He had two big blocks and then pushed the pace. Uh, I thought he, I thought he came ready for that game, and I, don't, I, I feel bad if they left him out the rotation or cut his minutes, but they might have to. Um, but if I had the choice between both of them, I don't think I think their defense is good enough uh, with everyone else helping that they can use Luke more because that was my major concern was Luke's defense. I think if he's healthy, I think I would look to play him. Uh, with Norm off the bench and Rocco. And then I guess you have to go Hartenstein because I don't know if you can have five guys off the bench and not cut into anyone else, but that's going to be tough. And it's going to be interesting to see. So um, that's going to be a tough decision for Ty Lue, So I'm let's... excited though. I'm going to make sure that that crypto crowd's rocking and John, you better make sure too. I know you may not be always the loudest, but I'm going to make sure you're loud. Yeah, I'll just get the press box to get going. Yes, so they'll thank probably, you. They'll That's probably appreciate that. Um, That's exactly what we need. Thank you. Yeah. Are you going to bring – Um, are you going to get boomsticks? Or the thundersticks? Boom the thundersticks, the ones you hit together. Oh, like the ones – but don't they only put those behind the – like the away team's hoop in the second half? Yeah, so I guess you got to – I guess you got to buy tickets for that section then. Maybe if I if I sit there, I definitely will be for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I hope you find someone to go with 
even if it's not your dad, just I got some options. I got some options. Yeah, maybe get the star of the rookie. That would be huge. Oh, she could be, she could be on the celeb cam. She's an actress. She doesn't really play sports, you know. But she, you know, maybe there was. I think we went to like one game together, a Clippers Lakers game back in the day, like the way back days. Oh, okay, no. But point, uh, it would take a lot of convincing for me to get her to come. That's for sure. All right, never mind on that. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I like let's, the way you think, though. I like you thinking outside the box, John. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get you a guest that can come with you. Maybe your mom. I don't know. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. All right. Anyway, I'm sure you and I will link up uh, at that game. Absolutely. So, uh, so uh, let's uh, take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk matchups and the potential X factors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back, guys. Now it's time for John and I to talk about the matchups that we got going into this game. So off the tip of the last time, pause, off the tip of the last game that we played against the Pelicans, Batum was on CJ McCollum, PG was guarding Ingram, Mook was on Jonas Valanciunas, Zubak was on Hayes, and Reggie was on Herb Jones. And it worked pretty well. So, John, I'm going to ask you, do you want to keep those matchups or would you switch them up for the playing game? And if so, what would you switch up? Mm, I don't mind those matchups. At first I was going to say PG on CJ, but I think those ones were better. I think CJ may be the more dangerous one um, on the team. So I think I would keep that because Batum, I like Batum's length on him. Uh, I think at least it'll make it uh, harder for him. And then I trust PG on Ingram. I think uh, Ingram's not too quick, and I think PG can keep up with him. He's already a great defender, so I think that would be good. Uh, Zuon Hayes is fine because he's going to uh, be more of a roamer and protect the paint. Hayes isn't really going to bother you from the outside. Reggie on Herb is fine. You just got to box out and worry about him cutting. I think uh, the one matchup that they, they're going to do but is going to be a concern or something to watch for is Mook on Jonas, mainly because Jonas is a rebounding machine. He's a leading rebounder, and um, the offensive rebounds are going to be tough, so they got a gang rebound. And But the one thing I do like about that is uh, it kind of mitigates his three-point shot because um, he's a little quicker than Zoo. So I think that would be the one advantage of that, even though he didn't really have many uh, last game. I don't even think he had any at all, but I think that's the advantage of it. But it's going to be a team effort defensively uh, 
So I, I think I would keep those lineups. I trust Tyloo with that. What about you? Yeah, I, I would say I think it was it was pretty smart to have Mook on Jonas Valanciunas and Zubats on Hayes because, like we saw in those uh, previous games, Jonas Valanciunas could turn into Curry against us, especially when they run those those pick and fades for him, and Zoo has to get out to that shot. Whereas Jackson Hayes isn't as lethal as a three point shooter, so we're able to have Zoo on Hayes, and and then Zoo can stay in the paint more to contest, like we talked about earlier, like he would contest Hayes at the rim a lot and had success doing that. Whereas Mook um, is able to, you know, we could switch if it's like a CJ Valanciunas screen or something. We could just switch that so that both guys are covered and uh, Valanciunas isn't getting an open three. So I think we may stick with those. Uh, but, you know, like we know Ty Lue, he's he's willing to switch up depending on how the game goes. So it, it, it could just differ, and, and sometimes it could be like a few plays. The matchups are one thing, and then for the next few plays, the matchups are a different thing to keep it fresh legs on, on you know, C.J. Ingram and their offensive weapons. But, yeah, I think we, we, may, oh, we may start out with uh, those same matchups we had in the Pelicans game the last time we played them. But, yeah, Ty, Ty Lue could switch it up. Yeah, I think uh, I tweeted – a thread of the defensive stops they did or they had in the second quarter. And most of it was Rocco. I want to say uh, he was the one that was guarding bigs on that one. Like whether it was Hayes or, um, or Valanchunas. And I think Rocco would be the best one on there just because <laughs> if they run, um, if they run a pick and roll with Ingram, I think he can keep up with him foot speed wise. With him, and I think he has enough length uh, to bother Valanciunas. It's just a matter of fact of when he backs in, and then you just got to help him. But I think if they want to win, we got to see more Rocco in this game, uh, mainly for uh, for those screens to worry about, especially on JV. I don't know why Valanciunas just—I think he scares everyone. He, he just no, looks scary too. He's intimidating. It's the hair. Yeah, that hair, that slick back no, hair. And I don't know massive, anyone. Like, no one else in the league has that, do they? I don't think so. Well, actually, I think Gallinari rocked that kind of hair slicked back in the in their playing game with the Hawks, which I hadn't seen. Usually, he just kind of lets it go how it is. But, you know, he gelled it back last game. No, Valanciunas scares me. And then he always has that, like, he has a really convincing pump fake, too. Sure. Yeah, because he puts it so high in the air. He's got, and like, it, a slow release. It looks it looks. Really similar to his shot. It's almost like Ch- Chandler Parsons has one of the best pump fakes I've ever seen. It, it was like almost like that. But yeah, I'm really worried about him. I think CJ, I think CJ might just get his regardless. Ingram, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I think Ingram's going to be motivated. But I think they should be fine on Ingram just because I think those the length they have in PG Batum, Rocco, um, should be able to do enough on him. And I, I want to see some norm on CJ. I want to see some old teammates uh, check him. Maybe know his tendencies Oh, yeah, a that'd be bit. cool. That'd, that'd be, be really cool. That'd be really, really good to see. Maybe some trash talk. Probably won't be trash talk from them, honestly. But PG and CJ, though. PG you know, They got history. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope PG just comes out and plays. I hope because sometimes if he gets in his head – uh. I just don't want to see that. I think 
if he's aggressive this game, I want to see him get to the basket a little more, even though he can hit tough shots. But mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I like PG as a score, like in that second half against Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. I think he was three of 14. He was pretty passive throughout the game, you know, trying to be a point guard. And then it felt like a switch flip and he just started shooting every time and getting buckets and being aggressive. I, I kind of like PG as that more, especially in a one game scenario. I think it's good for him to be just super aggressive and get those shots up. And he'll probably have Herb, jo- Herb Jones on yeah. him. So, I mean, he's a rookie, but he's a great defender. And, you know, some people are thinking of putting him on all defensive teams. I'm not trying to knock him, but at the end of the day, it still is his first year. So PG has that better experience. And I I, I think if the, the Pelicans are going to have a tough time guarding the Clippers, man. Like they're going to have, a, we have so many offensive weapons. And I just feel like we have more, like they really have Ingram McCollum, and that it's like it's they don't have as many offensive weapons as us. I mean, Devontae Graham off the bench, but I, I'm feeling confident for this game, man. I got to say, I see a lot of Clipper fans kind of worried on Twitter. I could be wrong. I could be totally jinxing the Clippers with saying this, but I, I just feel confident. It's like I can't shake it. I got to be honest. Yeah. What do you feel? I, do you feel confident? Uh, I feel more confident than last game. Last game, I, I thought. True. true. Honestly, on the inside, I was like, last game, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised at Minnesota. Like, I would give them the edge a little bit just because they were yeah. at home and they had, I think they, I think they had more. Um, they felt it more coming in, but. Um, yeah, they definitely wanted it more towards the end too. Yeah. But, tell. but something else I think that you touched on uh, Herb Jones checking PG. I think they're going to, they're going to go at Jonas a lot. They're going to go at uh, Hayes a little bit, just, um, just to maybe get out maybe uh, get him a little aggressive on defense, uh, maybe get him in foul trouble, but I think they're going to attack CJ. Yeah, lot. I was about to say CJ. They're definitely, definitely to, they're definitely attacking uh, CJ and Valanciunas. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of that. We saw them uh, attacking Russell last game, so I think um, that's what they're going to do. Pelicans are only like they're just under the middle of the pack defensively, where the Clippers are eighth. So there's a little edge there, uh, and then the Pelicans are also. Uh, a little in the middle of offense while the Clippers are still a little behind, even though they've been a lot better with PG back. So hopefully those home, those home rims are friendly to them. Hopefully uh, they're used to the baskets. So maybe they'll shoot a little better, but I I'm with you. I th- I am a little more confident in this game than I am the last game. I agree. I agree. So let me ask you this. Who would be your top X factors on the Clippers going into this game? Or if you have any other Pelicans that you think are X factors for them that the Clippers need to watch out for, who would you pick? Start on the Pelicans. I feel like this is an easy pick for them, but I think it may be Alvarado just because I interesting. I think interesting pick. I think he's gonna. I really think he's gonna bother them. I th- I could see him bothering PG, uh, seeing them get into it. I I think he he might bother uh, Reggie a little bit. I don't know how much he will play, but I think in his time uh, his short stints, he's gonna make uh, an impact that could swing a run or two that maybe could decide it. But I think he is the to me he's maybe the biggest X factor. If not Herb Jones, but uh, before I go to the Clippers, what about you? Who do you think is the biggest X factor on the Pelicans? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would probably say I could see Devonte Graham, man. Like he's someone that can yeah, heat scary. up. You know, he's someone that he's gonna he's gonna let those shots fly. 
and he didn't. He only had two points against the Clippers the last time they played. Played 17 minutes, but yeah, he he can let those things go, and he can get hot quick. He's got a tough jumper to contest. He elevates a lot, so I, I am seeing him off the bench. But then, yeah, I, I mean, I like the Alvarado pick. He didn't play too much against the Clippers last time. He played a little bit in the first half, and then that was pretty much it. He didn't play the second half, and so the bench warmers came in with him. Um, but yeah, then of course. McCollum and Ingram are just their offensive machines. So you're going to have to watch out for both of them getting hot as a scary sight. But I think we're going to do a good job on them. And I, I feel like it would be tough for them to win this game just by McCollum and Ingram scoring all the points. Like, I don't know. I don't think they can win this game single-handedly for the Pelicans, um, which is going to be key. So, but yeah, I think Devontae Graham off, off the bench. I feel like the Clippers just got to watch out for him because he, he's a microwave. Uh, that's an interesting pick. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we're both worried about the guards off the bench just because they bring yeah, a little, that bench unit. They bring a little something that those starters don't. Um, uh, that they're just like dangerous in that way. But okay, for me, I want to say for the Clippers, their biggest X factor, it's either gonna be one of God, because I don't know if Kennard's playing. I want to pick him if he's playing, but I don't know how. I don't know if he's going to be limited or not, but I'm going to be safe and go with my guy, uh, Rocco. I literally think he's going to be really critical in this game, especially when they go small, if they go small. he he To me, he him and Batum should be the main fives uh, in that small ball lineup, and I think he's going to be critical um, – helping down when Zoo goes to shot block, uh, defending their bigs, um, hitting threes when he's open, when he can. I really hope he um, he does so that Tyloo doesn't feel like he has to take him out for a Morris or someone else to add scoring. I think he could swing the game, especially if he gets more minutes. He only played 18 minutes in the last game against them too, so that's interesting. But I think if he plays more, I think we're going to see more benefits from him. So. What about you on the Clippers? Yeah, I mean, I I, I got to just go with, with Reggie Jackson. I feel like the oh, squad usually good. goes how he goes, yeah. Forgot he, about that. Yeah, he had, a, had a, a, bit, a bit more of a struggle in the second half against the Timberwolves. Um, and the last time they played the Pels, he only had 11 points, four of 19, one of nine from three. We still got the win. But, you know, like we've been saying about the Clippers all year, they, they often go as Reggie goes if he's having a – a good Reggie game. We're most likely going to win. He did have 10 assists against the Pelicans last time. So that's a good sight. And I feel like if he can just knock down those threes, play smart, pass well, that's really all he needs to do. I don't think he's going to have to go out and drop 20 something, but if he can just be a consistent three point shooter and, and make the right plays. And when we give him those grenades at the end of the shot clock, maybe one or two of those, he can make something happen then I think we're going to be good. I feel like, yeah, if Reggie's having a good game, I'm confident in PG and Mook this game and our bench unit. And then I feel like if Reggie's also having a good game, it's just we're going to play really, really well. So I would say Reggie's my X factor for the Clippers. Yeah, as as long as they collapse the defense, get uh, play some advantage basketball and get him on, uh, get some catch and shoot Reggie, I think it would it'd be good to get him going there. And then um, I think as usual, he's pretty he's pretty good in pick and roll, um, but. Yeah, I, I I do want him to. I want to see him do well again. So, well, it'll be interesting, Jack. You and I will see each other tomorrow. 
I don't know when we're going to do the hot sauce. Maybe Saturday, maybe the week after. I don't know. So if the Clippers win this game tomorrow, do you know when the first playoff game will be? Uh, Sunday at 6 against Phoenix okay. in okay. Phoenix. Got uh, it. Got it. Well, maybe I we work, can see if we can get it before then, but we'll see. Yeah, but I'm work, I am work in the mornings uh, on weekday, so I, I will not be driving out to you on a Sunday. So <laughs> okay. we could forget about that. But <laughs> maybe on, on a Saturday, we'll figure it out. And then yes, uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, if I said it last time, but we got the last dab from hot ones it is currently on my shelf staring at me every day mocking me (laughs) uh unopened i just look at it quaking in fear sweating (laughs) in my bed but i'm also excited for the challenge i feel like this is going to be good for me in the long run (laughs) that i get to experience this jack you're also free to try it as well once we you know uh, i'm gonna pass but i do appreciate the offer It it takes a man to offer that so i really do appreciate it well it's a good thing I lost because if it was you, we'd be having to do Tabasco and then the fans would be upset. The quote hey, to unquote me, it, like Tabasco probably feels like what the hot ones will feel like to you. That's what Tabasco feels like to me. That is ridiculous. I cannot believe you <laughs> just said that. Can you even take wasabi? <laughs> oh, I hate wasabi. All right. No, let's end this pod. I've Dude, e- no, even when like, you know, cause it's in the, like the box of sushi or like the plate of sushi. Like I, like, even when it's just near, I can still taste it on the sushi, and I don't like it. All right, all right, all right. Anyway. I have a sensitive mouth. Anyway, guys, um, thank you again for listening. Again, we hope the Clippers win. Maybe we'll see some of you guys t- tomorrow when we're at the game. If you recognize us, say hi. I don't know if you guys know what I look like, but pretty sure I've shared on social media or something. You, if you guys see Jack, say hi to him. Buy him a shot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big drinker. He loves uh, no. <laughs> He loves whiskey. So just buy him that uh, and then get him some hot sauce and he'll be very happy. Uh, Jack, where can these people find you on Twitter? Um, those were all lies, but I, you can find me on at Jack Clippers on Twitter. I love all of you. Yep. Uh, and you guys can find me at courtside underscore clips. Uh, let's get this dub tomorrow, boys, uh, so that we won't have a depressing episode next time. Um, again, thank you again for liking the content, giving us feedback, interacting with us. We really appreciate it. So as always, go Clips. Yes, sir.